0: what up this is yinka diz peace this is outlaw and listening to the 80s babies podcast and on today's episode we're doing a tribute episode for a number of different albums yeah um, what happened was uh after the wu-tang forever episode we decided hey you know there's probably some more albums that we could give uh, certain tributes to right and we couldn't agree on whether or not some of the albums deserved an entire you know hours worth of, of um of a podcast and so right. What we're going to do is just we're going to talk about a number of them now and just give them all one episode. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So the first one we're going to talk about is uh, it's a 20 year tribute to Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly, which came out. Uh, what's the date? Uh, July 15th, July 15th, 1997. 1997. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously, I think it's a very, very important record. Um, I wouldn't say that it's her best, but I definitely yeah. do think it deserves a... I mentioned it deserves us talking yeah. about it a little bit. This um, album
1: gave us Missy, like yes, you know, and and, 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 and in a way it gave us Timbaland yeah. and Magoo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to. Where were you? Uh, do you remember when it, when it came out? What Man, were you going through? What was I going through? I think um, 97. I was moving. Was I moving? no I wasn't moving I was already in Cali but I think when the album came out I was in Chicago visiting the family okay because I had just moved in 96 to Cali from Chicago and so I remember being home in, in Chicago and being at the mall with my cousins and just like every time we got in the car you know, Missy the Rain is playing. Okay, and I mean that that song was just playing everywhere the, right. at the time. Video Music Box was out, yeah. So it was like everybody was requesting it, yeah. you know, and it was just cracking. So, so I was I, I was actually going to ask, what was your experience with the album? um Because that was
0: my. Yeah. or What was your first encounter with the album? And that was my first encounter was seeing the video, yeah. Um, which the was so so interesting. Yeah, I, I mean the beat, um, the sample. Who's the sample? Is that is that that's not Tina Turner, is it? No, no, it's not. Um, I'm who is it? It doesn't it matter. It's it's, yeah. it's someone that we should know. I should know yeah. who the sample is. Um,
1: but then uh, and then just her in that bag. Like what yeah, was that, that black bag suit? she was killing yo. it, yo. And that, she had the finger waves. Nobody had finger waves, man, back then. She had the the black lipstick and what looked like like a a shower cap on in the video yo there was a whole it was just a lot of imagery at that point in time like that was around the time her and buster rhymes just took over with yeah which which is another tribute we'll talk about yeah so so creative uh with that video and that video i mean and then at that point in time like you know she hit us with we um we had a on the album i believe we had the brat on the album um and then obviously timbaland and we got timbaland and magoo same year Mm-hmm. you know um and it was just like they just kept hitting us like the we got up jumps to boogie next yeah, i was gonna say it was yeah. that up jumps to boogie that was
0: on the temerland yeah
1: ooh. On, uh welcome to our world yeah and it yeah, was just yeah. over at that point in time so yeah
0: i, w- I want to say too um and he had been doing music videos for a while but did hype williams hmm. do the rain video because thinking back on it it looks like a video it that he does look done. like something he would have done but I, d- I don't know i should look into that yeah um yeah. but yeah um uh, Hmm. How important do you think her album was in
1: terms of like women in hip hop? Very important, and and not necessarily just the album, but you know one of the things I wanted to you know I'm glad you asked that question because one of the things I definitely wanted to talk about is um I think Missy is greatly responsible for almost the the um. I don't know what you want to call it, but like the 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 unified front of female MCs that we had, and even singers like in in that era. Like she just always like once she really got a platform, she always made a platform for so many other people. And you know, oh go ahead. When did Ladies Night come out?
0: Was that ninety six or ninety seven? This is Ladies Night. That, was, that, that might have been ninety seven, right? It was on and the so Not Tonight was, soundtrack. Was that that was was that, Little Fox, Kim, that was Lil Kim, Lil Kim, brat Brad, her, um, and Left Eye. That's how I was on that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about son,
1: that. Never the one packing a gun. Got some right, other no, politics so, for that. Do you
0: think Missy Elliott was responsible
1: for, for helping to I put that together? I definitely think she did. I, I, you I mean, right. I, you know, I can't, I don't know any story about how it came together, but just the way Missy's personality is and what she's always kind of evangelized, mm-hmm. I feel like she's the person who gelled that together. She also gave us Nicole Ray. She gave us Mocha. She gave us a little Mo. She gave us so many just dope, you know, personalities in hip hop and r&b that we were able to experience through her just giving other women a platform so yeah. um even her early records with um what was the round and round you turn me mm, 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 mm. the mc light record she was on that wasn't she on that joint she was she on that might band. Band. yo she she was nice dog and and you know, another thing about Missy that I think a lot of people overlook because of the era and, you know, her subject matter and stuff like that is, like, Missy is, like, as hip-hop as it gets. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Like, Missy yeah. is, like, Missy probably been in more battles than than we have. She probably <laughs> been in more ciphers than we have. Like, she is hip-hop as, as they come. Yeah. And so for somebody, you know... For folks like her and Busta Rhymes who were able to really like market their personalities on such a greater level and really become mainstream, it's just a beautiful thing that they were able to have such long careers and get so much, you know, light in being that they are so rooted in the culture, you know?
0: Missy Elliott, of all the people that I could have um, from, I guess, this era, this 80s babies era right. of of hip hop come back to the forefront and really be pronounced. Yes. With the exception of, Andre 3000 because uh-huh. I still want a dope solo album from Andre 3000 <laughs> Andre if you listening yeah. man give us one we need one with the exception of him and, and he still features but Missy is the one that I was I'm most desperate to come back and I know yeah. she came back with the uh, with the Where You From joint with Pharrell yeah. um, and, and that joint was slamming that joint was crazy and uh-huh. right before it came back I was like man I miss Missy and then it comes yeah. out and it's like yo this is exactly what I needed right. I thought we were going to get more she tried yeah. to do the, uh, the pep rally joint didn't really didn't really hit right um and i know she's had her complications with her health and it's it's really really unfortunate um i i'm was under the impression that she's gonna do that if so that's good and if not hey you know you
1: gotta take care of yourself but i love missy i I really wish she would come back and i really uh, i really think we need her i really need you know in the same way mc hammer you know put put on so many people and then when he needed people they didn't you know they didn't reciprocate i really need the women in the industry that 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 missy looked out for the women that you know have platforms even like you know Lil Kim might not be the biggest artist but little the little kims and the people out there that that missy really embraced when she Mm -hmm. was on and she had her run i need them to do that same thing and reciprocate um you know let's try to have another resurgence i mean we do have you know we talked about cardi b in the last episode we do have lots of you know we're well, not lots but we do have some people out here some women out here who are really doing their thing and you know i really hope that they kind of embrace each other and, and create that same type of community and environment that you know i feel like missy really fostered when she was on you know it's
0: interesting though uh, i'm is going to get a little sidetracked but do you think that that's the environment right now amongst uh
1: women artists not at all yo i, I think it's, almost think it's like- a little
0: too competitive
1: I, I wouldn't even call it necessarily competitive it's almost like it, it's it's not even necessarily the women themselves it's the environment it's yeah. like it's like the highlander theory you know where it's like there's really only space for one woman that we're all gonna highlight and everybody's coming for that one person spot that's a shame yeah and and i i don't think that it necessarily needs to be there that and and i think one of the things that creates a scenario like that is um you know, we've talked a lot about how Clear Channel came up and bought all terrestrial mm-hmm. radio, and it just homogenized the sound of everything. I think it was kind of cool back when you had a King of the South and a King of New York and a King of L.A., but now it's like everybody's gunning for the same spots mm-hmm. in general. So, with women as an underrepresented minority in hip hop, you you get this Highlander theory where everybody's like, "Oh, there's only one person that can be relevant at at a time."
0: Yeah, and it's you know we do have more than one woman who is relevant i mean you got your rihanna and beyonce we they talking we're talking about hip-hop
1: rappers no but
0: it's still i think right now Man. i think it's so intertwined mm. you know what i mean i think it's all still in the same same space i think where rap is different
1: I, think, I right, think. so
0: you got Nicki Minaj,
1: Cardi B's now coming up. Yeah, uh, is Remy Ma going to do anything? Remy Ma, who hasn't really done anything very, very lately, but yeah. but it's actually sad because she really has. But it's just like yeah, it's such a "what have you done for me lately" industry right now that it, it you know she hasn't uh, in our minds. But yeah, I mean you know you have Rhapsody. uh, She doesn't really get a lot of mainstream light, but you know somebody else who's rhyming. But I mean, it's not really that many other people who have a platform right now. Yeah. Right. well do you want to go on to the next one yeah let's do it so, so the next one you didn't want to do uh, no 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 well hold on hold on.
0: because I did make the list and so I put it on there True. out of respect but that would be Puff Daddy and the Family's No Way, no out, way out which came out when did that come out? July 1st so uh, July 1st 1997, 1997. Um, I don't have much to say about it other than was Victory on here?
1: yes that was the intro the hey, it was, I, don't sound forever <laughs> I uh, know you got something um, to say about that. Uh, one.
0: uh how's
1: uh, uh? In the commission,
0: uh, oh, wait. Yo, in the commission, you need my permission to enter. You Yo, know, like, can we just? Why like the wifey was widow
1: Can we just state that? Biggie's Biggie's lack of respect for the Puff verse that he probably wrote, to the fact that he checked his mic levels all over that verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yo. the greatest thing what? ever. One in two. Life. One, two. Yo, my levels right? <laughs> Turn uh. me up in the headphones. Meanwhile, Puffy's spitting his ass off. And we got bust like, around. We got
2: the real life from, yeah.
1: from the back. From uh. the people in the world. What man yo and then buster was the gargoyle in the video video was epic with big running i mean uh puff running yeah yo uh that that to me like that that video that song and even the whole album just embodies that era for me i mean you know that honestly obviously i was a i was a big bad boy fan at the time and you know this album was just like it like victory as a video hypnotized as a video uh even i'll be missing you you know when we mm-hmm. lost big um really really big records
0: puff daddy uh tap dancing in the video with his little <laughs> loose oh, silk shirt, was it whatever. senorita no oh. i'm talking about in the in the the uh i'll be missing you whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. and falling off the, the bike and all there. that
1: and then he uh he had J Lo in the video for the uh the senorita joint. I don't even remember uh, that. Mommy Vanaki. Nope. You don't Never remember saw, that joint? I don't I don't, I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Was Been Around the World on this? I think Been Around the World might have either been on that or was on Harlem World. Was this actually No 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 Been Around the World was in the Harlem. So it must have uh, been on this. Uh we also got um what was the other single? Or it wasn't a single, but we got a Biggie and Jay Z record. Hey, hey was on here I step sin where the moles and nose at baby Young G's Young Da-ka-dum, G's perspective was on Oh Young G's perspective was on this Yeah it was on this I know the track I just didn't know it was on
0: it was on on no way out Yeah The other one he had was uh he had the joint with Mace where it was like um uh, don't push me because I'm close to yeah. the edge, right? Oh yeah, What's no, up? that
1: was it. It wasn't been around. The, was it also been? around I don't around think it was been around the world. I want to plus say plus Benjamin's. Yo, there was man, Benjamin was on here. Yeah,
0: he also had the tit- the the tit- titular track "No Way Out," which was all- featured on the um, the uh, Money Talk soundtrack. Okay, with Charlie
1: Sheen, okay. but
0: that was also on his album and that, yeah. that beat on that is kind of is kind of. was
1: and then there was a uh, "Is It the End?" the um, the the twist. Twisted, I love that one. And there was a black Engine rob. On this? There was a black Man. rob record. It really on might be tight. I might actually <laughs> <run> back <laughs> gotta go to back and this. gotta go back and peep this, Doc. No, this album was very, very important to me when it came out. No, that's fair. Shout out to who's still, still doing his thing. Um, and I mean, you know, for better or for worse, right? Because this was the beginning of, of folks that don't shouldn't really be rapping like that, putting albums out. But you know, it was still a really, really great album. A lot of good work on this.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> he says, Okay. Take that, take yeah.
0: that. Take that, take that. Do you take wanna that. go to the next one? Yeah, uh, we're gonna skip ahead to August and this is something you would be much more familiar to talk about Uh, Yeah, so this is uh,
1: Liquidation Uh, Is this from the Alcoholics? From the Alcoholics, who we talked about on on a previous episode Uh, But yeah, I mean, very important for folks that are fans of of the Licks fans of, of, you know, King T Exhibit you know, the Alcoholics Uh, A lot of people would say that this is their best album Um, either Liquidation or 21 and Over depending on you know what it's almost like uh obviously at a much smaller scale but a low-end theory versus midnight marauders type of conversation really? among, okay. among alcoholics fans uh i would say this is my favorite alcoholics album and what's the other one so uh 21 and over, 21 over okay. yeah but uh but yeah dope album I don't really have to say that much more about I it. unfortunately I don't have anything to say about <laughs> it.
0: Other than so though, after listening to Forty Days and Forty Nights, I definitely uh, gained a, a newfound respect for the Liquid Crew. So
1: and for the folks, I will be checking it out. For the folks them. that have um, that Spotify playlist that I posted up, and yeah, folks that's that right, that you, haven't, did, you did. Um, that. There are actually multiple records from Liquidation that are on um, that Liquid Crew uh, mix that I put out there. Uh, one of them is called Captain Hook. I really like that song a lot. So there's there's a, a few records um on there that that y'all be able to check out if you check that playlist out cool so the next one i think you hold even more near and dear to your heart than i do wow wow that's um (laughs) that's some serious shade right there (laughs) (laughs) it's not
0: shade it's not shade the next one i i i've never even heard this album but i i do think it's it i think it deserves a mention right and that is masterpiece
1: um ghetto d Yep. which came out and i can't see the, um it's nine two uh so september 2nd 1997 so the reason
0: why i i think it deserves mention is just because i remember you know how big it was when no limit came onto the scene and the interesting right. thing about it was that he had an earlier hit about uh, bout yeah. about it yep. which came out on what was it, it was on on ice, ice cream Man. Man, and yeah. that track actually that tra- tra- track track at least became a hit yeah. in the DC area right okay. before this album dropped. Okay. And that track I hated it when it came out. And right. then and then it just all of a sudden it just hit me and I just realized it's like that beat is insane yeah that bout about it beat is fucking insane yeah um so I have I have a lot of respect for that track mm-hmm. um the track that's specifically on this album that I Let's do like is it is that make him say uh that um, joint you put that I don't care what's going on I don't care what yeah. kind of mood I'm in you put yeah. that make him say uh yeah. on the on the speakers and and I'm going to get into it that track yeah. is uh that track is dope
1: yeah what I will say about that man is being in California I have t- talked a lot about our west coast your west coast bias and our south bias mm-hmm. um and I in, think, in a negative light. I, yeah in a negative light and I think you know in on the west coast we we didn't really listen to a lot of southern music like that um and the sound in terms of the mainstream in Cali was like it was either gangster rap, you know, mostly like Dog Pound, Snoop Dogg, you know, Death Row related records, um, or it was Bad Boy, right? Bad Boy was was big enough at that point in time that in L. A. everybody was listening to. This it. is when? This is in ninety seven. The only the This only, is
0: attitude, but this is after the whole beef. Bad Boy was so oh, uh, ba- yeah, Puff Daddy was the culprit. Doug, and y'all his had records were so
1: big hitting the and then when he did when he did uh, going back to Cali. Everybody in Cali went crazy. So, I mean, I will say the the only cats uh, before, prior to hearing this record, that was getting any love, in my opinion, was Wu-Tang and it was only skaters, like literally white skaters that listened to Wu-Tang. They knew what's and, up. They, and yeah, they they knew what's up we did. Wu
0: Tang is for the children
1: and for and the then, white skaters. And then all of a sudden, make them say oh, comes out. Yeah. And I mean, it literally just like transformed the culture. I will never forget there was one kid when I first went to high school, because I went to high school for not even a full year in in Cali. There was one kid there. He had golds in his mouth and he had a no limit chain. It was probably some fake swap me chain. You know, no disrespect to the brother, he probably just, I i, I doubt that it was a golden <laughs> platinum chain and it, it, where we were in that urban environment. But uh, he was like the coolest kid. Everybody was like, yo, he's got a no limit chain. But that was like <laughs> a big deal. I mean, and I remember the format, like Bad Boys records were very formatted for radio. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, Dog Pound, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre records were very formatted for radio. Right so the sound of radio sounded a certain way and beats Spot the a pound these beats that they yeah. were making was something totally different from what was on the radio prior to that so they literally transformed the sound like when we were in at our little school dances or little parties and no limit records would come on like it was a different bounce from the bounce that you yeah. had throughout the rest of the party yeah. so nothing but respect for this record make them say on M- M- was huge can you name any of the track on it though Probably not. I mean, the song <laughs> "Ghetto D." Uh, I
0: there's a song on it called "Ghetto, Ghetto D." D that's used yeah, me. yeah. I just look. I'm not. I'm not intimately familiar with this album. I just know mm-hmm. that it came out around this time. Make him say oh, was mm-hmm. crazy, "uh." Was crazy about it, which was not on this record. But it was on the prior one. It mm-hmm. was also
1: crazy. I did not like this era. I did not like this sound of music. Um, but but we did talk about runs in the last ep- episode mm-hmm. and. This was a run. Like I it mean, was. after after this, we had um, we had I got the hookup, um, which yeah, I hated. Yeah. Um, we had the um, the two big oh, singles oh, that came out from oh, Silk the Shocker. It ain't my <sighs> fault. And then he had the like, yeah, just be straight oh, with me and Autumn the- Like and then Mystical had yeah. his tune. That was on that the limit. Still though. It's not. Oh, it was bad. on Jive, but but that was- limit was on Jive. Yeah, but that was before he was Oh, I you No, sh- he was down with No Limit at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that record, record that record was but in, that record came up before these ones though. I think it did. No nah. I think Unpre- I th- it was on it was on the album called Unpredictable that came out in nineteen ninety eight. Really? Yeah alright okay you might so, be uh, that record is yeah, oh, yeah that, record that record is crazy is and it's still you can yeah, still play that yeah that, that joint. joint is still um, mm-hmm. but like you know so, mm-hmm. so they had a run of just mm-hmm. hits after hits and so I mean respect respect to them for that even I mean that might not be my favorite it's era, not It's either. not. but I do respect but I do, I do respect. respect it and that album definitely was the the gateway for, for the rest of them you know I think it was also the
0: gateway for Cash Money in oh, some for respects sure. as well. For sure, you know, because Cash Money, I want to say Juvie was
1: the first major album. I'm not sure right. if they had other ones that came out. Uh, I think before Chopper that. City and the Ghetto was big down south before yeah. that, right? Like BG was big first, and but we didn't know about them until no. later. But the first ha. the first Cash Money record I knew
0: about was Ha. Or yeah, there was the Juvie exactly. track. And I want to say that came out my sophomore year, so that must have been the year after this, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, that was and you know, they the the way their album covers looked, yeah, you know, looked like they were put together on like <laughs> on a on a piece of shit Mac right. at the time. Like everything about it it was just like all this <laughs> stuff was so like low It was so cheesy. It was so cheesy. I was yeah. like, who the fuck like but all my friends they love this stuff. Really? I'm like, who
1: are y'all? I just liked the fact that like you could distinguish a no limit record yeah. like when a no limit yeah, record was coming. Yeah, yeah. you could look at it and it looks so different from anything else yeah yeah so and and this was also the time frame where i was buying the source and double xl or whatever mm-hmm. and and cutting out posters and so when i would take like they would have posters of like albums coming out and the no limit ones looked very different <laughs> from the ones yeah that, the other ones so, yeah you know uh. Anyway, (laughs) next one I think has a lot of cultural relevance for you, which is yeah, When Disaster Strikes. When Disaster Strikes,
0: the uh, the sophomore LP from Busta Rhymes, it came out in September 16th. 16th, And I initially had wanted to do an entire episode dedicated to this album. Um, But when I was prepping for it, I listened to it. And even though I still have a fondness for this record... Um, it's not as good as I remember at the time, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily matter. Right. Um, at the time when this album dropped, this album, this is before I really got into Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. This album was like everything to mm-hmm. me my freshman year. Yeah. Um, The videos just bust lines, yeah. energy. Yep. And the reason why I say that, you know, looking back on it, uh, it's not as good as I remember. is just because most of the time he's really not talking about shit. Yeah, no, um, I agree with you. Yeah, and it's just like... The rapid rap stuff, even though that's how I used to write, like, and that's the kind of rap I used to like. Uh, yeah. After you've digested a lot of music with some real um, lyrical substance, going back in the rapidity rap stuff is just kind of like, eh, right? Yeah. But that being said, though, mm-hmm. this record was huge at the time for uh, for me. Yeah. And for this was this mm-hmm. was the one this was the one record that came mm-hmm. out that like. I agreed with
1: everybody else, mm. like just how good it was. Um, yeah, I think I think I agree with you in that it doesn't have the same replay value for me. But the two singles on here are literally well, two singles that I can play right now, mm-hmm. and the club will go up. So your uh, hands, hands. What
0: I ask and see, and, see. and, and which um, is the other one, dangerous. Okay, because there's more than there's more than a
1: couple tracks on here that go though. Yeah, but I think those two records right now I can play them and and people will go crazy. Like and and so I say that to say, you know, there's a reason why I mentioned Busta Rhymes and Missy in the mm-hmm. same in the same sentence yeah. in terms of the 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 iconography of their of their videos and their images and their larger than life personalities. But additionally, they both had records that just dominated one and two changed the sound like the same way Timbaland changed the sound with those with those Missy records I think what Busta was doing kind of changed the sound in his own way too Uh, yeah and um I
0: don't really have much else to add to yeah. that other than um I was going to talk specifically about put your hands where my eyes can see Yeah, let's. and that that video I'm not going to say that it's hype williams best video cuz mm. he's done a number of monster videos yes yes but um that when the that put your hands where my eyes can see is one of the dopest videos yo just at least on, at the time on like some was,
1: attention to detail shit yeah. like you know like like the puff videos and stuff that he did were really cool you got to see re- like cool boats and expensive stuff that was cool but yeah. like the attention to detail in that video is yeah. just incredible Incredible. Yo, you got the you got the the whole coming to America
0: uh, uh, theme going on, but then like you have the whole dance, uh, the the whole ensemble where yeah. like you know the the people come out and dance and, and they just, have the pain and the everything. wardrobes and yeah. you got the roses and these sitting there, <laughs> you're sitting there oh, the fisheye lens and all that crazy, stuff. Just, man, crazy, crazy, uh, dope, dope video. But I was it gonna is. say there's some other records that really go on here. You got um,
1: uh, I make sure everything remains raw.
0: raw. Uh, wait. That, that's oh on no, no, your, no that, I think what? that's
1: on the coming. Okay, which I actually yeah, think is a better album. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I agree now.
0: But I was gonna say you've got get um, yeah, high tonight. Okay. which is which is dope you've got the joint where Erica Badu come together as one mm-hmm. like um, that That record is, is real slamming like that's you're into that like D'Angelo vibe like that was like Neo Soul before Neo Soul was a thing right um, so that was real dope on here you've got uh, Turn It Up which
1: there's two versions there's yeah, the album not the, version not the, the, the not the Knight Rider version there's the Knight Rider the version, which, version which is the remix but the album version has the album version has the, the, version has the, uh, was the Al, Al Green sample, sample. that's, uh, yeah. that's uh,
0: Love and Happiness yeah yes that joint is slamming yeah. He's also got the, um, uh, we talked about Dangerous a little bit, which we need to go back and talk to. Mm-hmm. You also got, uh, Rhymes, Galore Rhymes, Galore, yeah. um, got um, Rhymes Galore is on here. You've got...
1: Rhymes Galore is one that I, I probably would still listen to today, for sure.
0: You've got uh, the Body Rock on here, which was, uh, I didn't really like it at the time, but going back, I kind of like it. That was that was your, yeah. your, your, your Diddy track. I think you had Diddy and Mace was on there as oh, well. Okay. And there's another one on here which has the beat to um it's not a problem my squad can't fix. So I can uh, do it in the mix. Nice. So it's like yeah. um, it's last night, it's a beat to last night of DJ Saved My Life. Right, right, right. Um right. that joint is that that joint is tight. But I want to also talk about dangerous a little bit. That's and true. we talked about the video for um put your hands where my eyes can see, but the uh-huh. video for dangerous was Equally as impressive. Yeah. That's where I want to say Lethal Weapon 4 just came out. Okay. And so that's, you know, you've got yeah, Mel Gibson Chris and Ro- uh, Chris Rock? And uh, what?
1: Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Rock in is 4. in that.
0: Okay. Um, Mel Gibson, uh, Danny Glover, Chris Rock, but you also had Jet Li. And so you've got Busta Rhymes and Split Star. Like Split Star, I want to say, is in makeup playing like the Jet Li character. Okay. And then he's doing his whole little kung fu thing. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is at a time when I used to like funny. record videos and I would yeah, try yeah, to like mimic the dance moves. Okay. And I'd actually sit there trying to mimicking like the little karate kung fu so was this whatever like, moves
1: that he was doing was this a video kind of like the the rush hour you don't ones remember where this they one no nah. this is the one where okay so you've got you've what i'm got, saying was was it sponsored by the by the like the movie and had like clips of the no, movie no, in no, no, it? no no okay. no 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 no. it was, it was just like a like a juxtaposition so like so a you don't chill.
0: remember this video nah, no no this video is great so bust the rhymes doesn't make up as like I guess he's in whiteface like he's in makeup is like the Mel Gibson character and <laughs> okay. the Danny Glover character is played by some other guy uh, okay. I know his face I just I, fr- I forget the actor's name alright um, but it's just like full of energy and charisma and it's just like it's silly but it's just there's just so much going on right right um, I want to say you've got the fish eye lens again so it's probably another Hype Williams track right uh, you should go and check out that video as well it was a lot oh, of fun no um yeah yeah it was just it was just so i remember
1: I the story of uh put put your hands on my eyes can see i know buster tells it a lot but tell, tell it here please but yeah essentially he he said that um you know he was working on this album and he said he was playing records for you know um fat joe and puff and he said you know fat joe and puff he said puff kind of pulled him aside no he said fat joe pulled him aside and was like yo you need to make a record where you're not doing that screaming shit And then he said, Puff was like, you need to rake a record for the bitches. (laughs) Bitches don't want to hear that screaming shit all the time. Right? So then he said, Fat Joe told him, look, like you need to decide if you're just going to be the guy who gets remembered for just screaming all the time or if you have something else. Like this record should be, you know, that or whatever. So he said he recorded the record as kind of like a fuck you to... Puff and Fat Joe and the funny thing is yo, it's really funny like I feel like most of our hip hop folks that we love that like have made big records the story of them making the big record always somehow involves like them being afraid to sell out and being like yo is this record gonna be like like am I gonna sell out like is it okay for me to make this record but Mm -hmm. when he talks about it he says if you listen at the very beginning he's like low key emulating low key making fun of Puff so he said if you listen to the record it goes Da 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 da, <laughs> da 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 flip mo. He said like that now was say, him like imitating, imitating what Puff did at the beginning of other people's records. Right. And so, you know, he was like that, that was like him making his little his little, you know, Puff record. And so he did the record you know he wrote it that way and he said they like they all went crazy like oh this is the one this is the it, one it, you gotta put it, it out it was the and, one that joined is still and it did but, but i think that's just a funny story because you know i feel like for all the artists that we love it's always like you know am i selling out when they make their record that's always their biggest record so mm-hmm. funny but anyway we you want to go on to the next one? Yeah, let's go on to the last one in our 20-year tribute, which is Common's One Day It'll All Make Sense. Which is my favorite album on this list. It's actually, yeah. it's also my favorite Common record. Wow.
0: Yes, it is. This is this my record.
1: favorite album on this list. Common has three records that I contend i juggle them as my favorite common sense record so okay yeah i, I mean i could give you that list or not so <laughs> right
0: off right off the bat so it came out uh, september 30th september 30th 97. um and right off the bat i just want to say that if you enjoyed the jay-z 444 record the producer on that was no idea no ID, which sure. is heavily involved he's got like yep the executive uh, produce the joint yeah and he's got a lot he's got of like tracks. at least like five on it he's on her. got more than that yeah he's got like Looks like ten of these joints are on, 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 yeah, he produced. Right. Um this record is crazy. Yeah. The 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 beats on it are good, the lyrics on it are good. Um man, I could go track. I'm not gonna go track for track. Yeah. Uh talking about each one, but you if can give you us guys, the high points. Did you say what? I said you can give us the high points. So okay, the 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 the, the right off the bat, like the first five tracks? <laughs> I mean, you got the you got the introspective uh, intro. You got invocation. Mm-hmm. invocation you got real end loved. quotes. Retrospective for life, and then getting down at the amphitheater. Oh man, <laughs> this joint is just crazy. Yeah, this album is incredible. So, the, getting down at the amphitheater, just real quick. Uh-huh. That's got the beat from uh, Grand Wizard Theodore from uh, Wild Styling, which is uh, I think it's called Gangbusters. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a quintessential old school hip hop beat. Everybody who's into real hip hop music should be familiar with this beat. Yeah, um, just go go go! Listen to the track. You talked about you the same
1: sample when we talked about Marley. We we'll talked talk about right. Deep, exactly.
0: Um, but then retrospective, retrospect for life. That was the yeah. joint that uh, he had the video for yeah um and that Hill was record. a real yeah that was a real real good song
1: yeah um but just like the way oh man you want to talk about making a name for ourselves so all right so then we get to uh, uh oh,
0: it's way up there on the track list but um where is it oh yeah track 15. number 15 so yo all right cannabis may not have had much
1: like of a subject matter but this dude was nice yo. doug i think i think it's weird because I think at a at, there was a time period where cannabis might have been the most overrated MC, mm-hmm. and now I think he's one of the most underrated, underrated MCs. Like it's so disgusting the way people talk about him. Like it's like, it's almost like the way people talk about Michael Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's like somebody is just so good at something yeah. or or maybe even Vince Carter at this point in time, right? Where yeah. somebody has a, a period of time where they're just so good at something that it almost becomes fun to just try to say negative things about them. right? Because there was a time period where guys literally just wouldn't get on songs with cannabis. Mm-hmm. He was just that good at rapping. Yep. And, Crazy. um, and this particular verse is one where I remember I was watching an interview with, with common and they said, are there any songs you regret recording (laughs) and he said the only song i feel like anybody ever got me on was making a name for ourselves and he said he said cannabis got me so bad that i wish i didn't put that song out and i wish i could have listened to his verse and then just sat with it for a while and came up with a different verse yeah and and i mean it's really that bad right like i mean there's 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 to me there's only really like a few situations where somebody's verse is so head and shoulders above the other person's. I yeah. would say the Jay-Z and, and Big L seven minute freestyle is one mm-hmm. where where in my opinion, Big L was just so ill on that freestyle mm-hmm. where it's just like, Jay's there, but he's just kind of the other guy. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even notice that he's there. Um And that's what I think what you get here with this cannabis verse. The
0: dude said, um, I hit you in the chest so hard, your shoulders, shoulders were touched. touched. Like that I is, that For people who are unaware, that is hyperbole at its finest. True. Right? Like, that's impossible. The imagery is incredible. Exactly. It's just like, I remember when I heard that 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 lyric and my brother can attest to this too because he was actually the one that was like yo wait for it and then I heard it and my brother started flipping out and I was like normally I would tell my brother to shut up right I was like no he's right like it yeah. just yeah. you, you see yourself so,
1: doing it you're like so
0: hard and it's just like your you chest test, just caves, just caves in and your... it's just like the shoulder blades like touch each other like who remember before uh, look and i don't need to bring up the rapper's name but like when i talk about when i talk about like lyrics that like
1: who thinks of this shit, yeah right like who thinks but, to say something but like cannabis that? constantly had lines Yo, like that to constantly. the point where where that line is overshadowed by the cannabis is an animal with a mechanical mandible coming to damage you spitting understandable slang at you I be the all seeing lyrical hammerhead sharp peripheral with 360 degree visual. <laughs> he said yeah. um, even something simple as saying like I'm bad to the bone marrow, uh, yeah. Right? Like he, who won a battle? I'm bad to the bone, bone marrow. Man, like the earth got one sun, but I walk with three, three shadows. shadows. What? Like, like, oh my like, god! Are you serious? Like yo, what, that's fucking what crazy. This you dude is nice, that? yo. Yeah, dog. Oh, he was. God, just, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh duh, and, man. And, he, and he was so ill that he constantly said things like that, and it's just like, literally, uh, like half of his bars were things that you were just like who would think of something like that this dude um, was nice yeah and so uh, uh back to common right because we don't want to <laughs> go too far off off the faster but it, this yo, album oh, is great and this is one of cannabis's best verses to me like i, I it I is love definitely it. one of them yeah um but you still had you still had other joints on this um, i love invocation honestly invocation i listened to invocation I, I there was a time period where i just listened to that all the time like over and over again like i like Mm -hmm. i woke up every morning and i listened to invocation that's how dope of a piece of music it is it doesn't have a chorus or anything Mm -hmm. it's It's just a dope verse and just a dope jazzy sample Mm -hmm.
0: so you also have uh hungry on here which follows uh which is followed up with uh all night long which features the roots and, and Erica, Bonner. that joint is still slamming today. Yeah. If you if you had on your your uh, I guess adult, uh, sophisticated, cool, right. whatever party, you just you want to put on some some music. You want to put on your nice, cool, sexy playlist. You put on <laughs> that all night long. And people are still gonna rock today. Yeah, joint. No, That joint this is slamming. Is crazy um man this album this album is really really good like i said it's it's my favorite Mm -hmm. um common record for so many reasons that we've already explained and it's not to say that his other records aren't good i mean yeah he's one of my favorite artists
1: i think between this b and uh like water for chocolate those are my three and and they they rotate that's Um, fair that's fair i feel like i also give like water for chocolate uh an unfair advantage in that Thelonius was a bonus track. Mm-hmm. And I count it as a track. Okay. And I, and that's like my favorite Della song. That's cool. So uh I, 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 I got respect. But anyway, for that. that's off the that's off the rails. You want to go to the the 130 year we have? Yeah, and this is
0: so this was actually a point of uh, contention between you and myself. <laughs> I had uh I I I'll admit it, I got a little salty. I wanted to do <laughs> an, an entire episode. Uh, featuring um, This next album And so We're right. gonna do Our, our first 30 year a tribute Right To an album So this is Eric B uh, Eric B and Rock Kemp's Pain in Full Their debut album yep. Which came out uh, When did it come out? July 7th uh, 87 uh, 1987 And this record um, Is so Is so pivotal For hip hop music But I understand Yinka's point, like Yinka's like, look, I, w- I was four years old and I was, or er, no, he was three years old. I was four right. years old. Um, but more importantly than that, you know, most of our listeners, most of y'all probably don't give a damn about this record. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. This is the 80s babies. And even though, you know, this album came out in the 80s, no one was, you know, we weren't really listening to music like this. And I don't think it's an album that a lot of people who listening to you know the music that we readily discuss probably go back and listen to but i think that they should yeah um this album the first time i heard this record was probably in 1998 mm-hmm. or 99. um and what got me to listen to it was actually uh, i'm not sure if you guys remember we talk about the source a lot but there was mm-hmm. also another hip-hop magazine called blaze um, it oh, had a very, I very short life. Yeah. And so, Bla- in, the, in the fall of 1998, this is right around the time when Method Man's second album was coming out. Def Jam had that huge run. Um, I'm really into Wu Tang, this, that, and the other. Right. Blaze had this uh, this this article, and it was like the 50 greatest MCs of all time. It may have even been the 100, but I think it was 50, mm. right? And I remember one of my friends, they were trolling me. They came up to me, they said, Yo, who's who's the, who's the number one of all time? And I was like, Method Man, right? I, I didn't know shit. Whoa. I, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Method Man. Right. Um Deck, Deck might have gotten a better answer, but does isn't matter, right? right. Uh, and so they were laughing at me. And so they showed me the list and Method Man came in at like 36 or 38, right? right? Like behind like Andre 3000, which at the time I was like, what? Like behind yeah. Q-Tip, like what? He's... Method yeah. Man is higher than Q-Tip. Let's just put that there. Um, but like he was behind cast that I didn't know about. Right. And they had, I think the top 10 had, um, had Scarface, had mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Tupac. Um It had uh, it had Jay Z I think Uh it <laughs> had Kuji rap it had Karis one you know was number two
1: you know what's interesting though before you go on Rakim to me is a top ten MC he's sure. not a top ten MC to you. he's and in my, so no, it's no 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 he's in my we, first tier okay so you have the elite tier which is four okay the so. next tier down are people like
0: Ice Cube uh, Tupac Eminem so if you um, had Scarface, if you had ten MCs Rakim, Rakim would be uh, with uh, it's, it's 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 it juggles. Like the reason why I do the <laughs> tier thing is because yeah. I can think of different reasons why some are better than the others.
1: So I just right? say that to say that I think I rate Rakim higher than you do, or more than you do. And, and he's and, in my and, he's in my first tier. Like that's very. But high. you're very passionate about this album, yeah. And I'm not. That's that's fine. And it's, and it's it's funny because it's like it's an album that for me, I can listen to it, I can appreciate it for what it is as something that's mm-hmm. very formative. But it doesn't resonate with me the same way as like That's like fair. what like the 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 production the whole That's overall true, true, value true, right true, true. The, the aesthetic value actually of the 18th letter which is an yes. album that people felt bombed for uh-huh. for Rakim because yeah. Rakim's one of the greatest yeah. MCs of all time really resonated with me right Mm -hmm. because it was the timing wise in 1998 when when his album came Mm -hmm. out i loved hip-hop i was consuming everything and i was like wow you know this dude like everything about him is is dope i can go back and listen i get why he's that guy
0: so here's the interesting about it thing Uh here's the interesting thing about it right um so i continue going down the list i think they got um like ll cool j is in the top 10 which in my opinion, he shouldn't even be in the top fifty, but whatever. Someone's gonna come at me for that. I don't get you. Yeah, they're gonna get you. Anyway, um, but like the, the three two one went like this. It went biggie at number three. And this is before I, I recognized how good Biggie was. Like, right what? Like Biggie? Yeah. Right. Dumb, dumb ass outlaw, right? <laughs> number two was K R S one. Okay. Right? Who I had heard of. And number one was Rockem. And I was uh-huh. like, Wait, Rockem? I just bought his record which i liked uh-huh. but i was like he's not like what record one. was it that you bought was 18th letter but i didn't realize who he was uh, and so this was at the point where this was actually kind of like a humbling experience and in fact okay this is one of if i say that rizza helped shaped uh my musical mind this mm-hmm. article actually helped shape it as well because it kind of humbled me and what okay. i thought was really really good i was like well if i want to write lyrics and i want to know about hip-hop i'm going to do some research um so my brother put me on to things fall apart so right. then i started going back to listen to the roots right but this article made me go back and listen to Rock chem and krs1 and koochie mm. rap and big daddy kane mm. um yeah i didn't get into scarface until a little bit later um, same thing with ice Cube but like those those folks like that article got me into that, and so I went out and i bought you know his you know his four albums with mm-hmm. uh, with eric b and Rakim it's uh, it 's painful the next one is like um let the let the rhythm hit Th- him was i think that was actually number three after that you had um oh shit I forget what Follow the Leader was one of them mm-hmm. that's a joint with the um, I was a f- microphone f- yeah, f- yeah, f- yeah. right? Uh, and there's another record in before there that I'm forgetting but but this record Paid in Full I think it is very very pivotal and there's yeah. other people that I could come and, and feature and talk more about it um, yeah. but the reason why I think that this album is so important is because not that I'm very very well versed with what MCing was like before this album but mm. I'm well-versed enough to know that this was a benchmark moment for hip-hop before this Rhyming and lyricism just wasn't really the same. Like I think that the I think that I I think that the next real pivotal moment pivotal mm.
1: moment in hip hop in terms of lyricism was uh, was Nas Illmatic and it's not the other but, MCs yo, to, to, to to piggyback and kind of play devil's advocate. LL Cool J, who you kind of discounted, was also pivotal in terms of changing the way that's the way why, but he but it wasn't it lyricism wasn't, sounded fair, but it wasn't anywhere near on the level of. of, of this, I mean, Rakim's the, like one of the greatest, one of, of the great of all time, greatest, right? right? Like, like lyricists of all time. But I think you know, it's also, it's also all fair to, in the same breath, say that you know, LO Cool J and, you know, listening to uh, uh, the LO Cool J and Cool Modi, okay, and saying, okay, these two people battled each other, shows you the difference between what hip hop lyricism was and what it became with with someone like LL Cool J and their contribution.
0: The thing is though, you could still listen to Rock Him versus Then and Now and have respect for him. Like yeah. there aren't too many LL Cool J versus then and Now that I like. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and that's that's the difference to me. Um like even like Big Daddy Kane, right? who I wouldn't put his in my tier one, but he's probably in my tier two. Like I could mm-hmm. still go back and listen to Big Daddy Kane verses and be like, yo, yep. the dude is nice. Cool G rap, right? Like yeah, cool G
1: Rap like you well versed. But but that's yeah. the reason why I don't put K R S in. It.
0: Oh because he doesn't
1: have any verses that I really can spot. K R S is,
0: KRS, is not in my tier one. Mm-hmm. He's uh if he is he's like low he's low in it. But um, this record, I think, is if anyone is a fan of, of real hip hop lyricism and wants to, you know, fan of, fan of the history of it, like we are, you know, right. wants to get like real nerdy about this shit, go back and listen to Payton Full, um, and go back and listen to his second LP, Follow the Leader, as well. Go back and listen to all those early Rockham records, right? Um, and really just understand that, like, before he came on the scene like that, like people just weren't rhyming that way, and realize right. how many people that he influenced. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Nas. He is a, di- a like a direct descendant of uh, of Rockem, um, and yeah. you can even hear on right. Nas' Matic like a uh, New York State of Mind might as well have been written well, by Rockem.
1: Well, essentially, I, I don't know if you heard the whole story about um, Nas being turned down by Def Jam, but the okay. reason they turned him down was because they said he sounded too much like Rockem. Fair enough. And DMX, yeah.
0: like his favorite MC, was Rockem. Right. You know, yeah. and if you actually
1: if you actually listen
0: to early DMX records, he mm-hmm. sounds. They sound just like Rockham. Early yeah. ones is crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and, and I think that look, and it's not that you know there were other albums that came out before Illmatic that did not sound like Rockham. Like I don't think that anyone in Wu Tang sounds like Rockham, right? But like I think that in terms of like benchmark moments, I think that you know it's it's that period. I think it's you know painful nineteen eighty seven to to Illmatic nineteen ninety four. Um, that like. I just think that like Rockham is just responsible for so much of that. Um, yeah, so this is just so this is an album that's near and dear to me. Like I actually even put it on recently and I was still rocking to it. Yeah. Don't be, don't be, don't be fooled though. It's got some things that are also very difficult to listen to. I, w- <laughs> I am not gonna lie about it. Okay. But from, but from the hits that he has, you know. I know you got soul. Um, I ain't no joke. Right. Um, the uh, the actual the uh, the tiddler track, Pain in Full, specifically yeah. the
1: remix, the Richie Rich it, remix. Isn't Eric B's President on there too?
0: Eric B. Is President. Yeah, that's. All. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, you also have uh, the rhyme goes on, which is actually
1: probably my favorite track on there. And then yeah. you have my melody. Yeah, oh my, like my melody. Incredible. You go
0: back and listen to my melody yeah, now, and still yeah. respect the lyricism. Uh,
1: any any lyricist that you love can quote that. Yeah,
0: like, that joint yeah. that joint is fire. So um, look, we don't have to give it a full hour. Obviously, we won't. Uh, I've had more to, s- to speak about it than you did, but it's definitely definitely worthy of a, of a tribute. Definitely worthy of a shout out. And so um, yeah, that's gonna be our our lone. 30 year tribute for now
1: so yeah, we'll wrap it up shout out to everybody yeah. who put out music in 87 uh and made the gateway for the people that put out music in 1997 which right. was the majority of this this uh, episode we talked a lot about actually on the first episode about how instrumental 1997 was for me and yeah. my hip-hop education so I'm glad we got to run down these uh 20 year tributes uh mm-hmm. and I'm sure we we probably should do more in the future. We, we we'll will definitely have that.
0: another one in the future. Yeah. Uh spoiler alert, uh The Chronic came out in 1992. So that would be a I think 25. it's De- December 15th or yeah, something December around December 15th I think. Ninth, yeah, so we will do a we will definitely do a 25 year tribute to Dr. Dre's The Chronic. So yeah. And uh <laughs> we will devote an entire segment to that album because uh yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm sure I definitely have a lot, great deal of respect for it, but I'm yeah. sure that that is an instrumental oh, for sure. uh, album for you. I so. think it
1: is for most. So it is, it yeah. is. but it's, we,
0: it's not my favorite Dr. Dre record, though, and it's not my favorite. Um, I, I don't think it's nearly as good
1: as uh, Doggy as, Style. Uh, Doggy style no. I agree, yeah, so. but we'll talk about it then. All right, so All that right, should man. wrap it up for us, yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Peace.
2: I'm about to make the name Con, kind of sense the name you fear Y'all niggas are scared, I'm your worst nightmare squared And I'ma make the name Cannabis, the name you fear Y'all niggas are scared, I'm your worst nightmare squared That's double for niggas, you ain't mathematics, you the aware Yo, yo, I can tell by how you write, you the type to run in a fight I hold mice while you hold spike, like a broken hearted bitch Don't give no fuck who your team or who you started with the with. I house niggas like apartments with. Mike mechanisms, I dissect the rhythm. Move crowds with kinetic wisdom. It's like a malchemysticism. Fuck the rhythm, I hit him. I want him, God, not get him. Awesome, this whack-ass, i I'm something. creating the ultimate verses with perfect lines. Putting together the web of my rhyme one thread at a time. So you niggas need to stop testing me. Cause you know you can't F with me stepping in me with insuperior weaponry. Exposing yourself to the verbal radiation. Saying you can defeat me is nothing but speculation. Lyrics unravel faster than bullets tackled through barrels Niggas be thinking my style's like fossils and pterodactyls Who want to battle? I'm bad to the bone marrow The earth got one sun, but I walk with three shadows With Allah, my supernatural bodyguard Niggas couldn't touch me if they gave me a massage MCs will compete with lyrics and beats get crushed I hit you in your chest so hard, your shoulders will touch What? What? <laughs> Yo, the cannabis Yo. is an animal With a mechanical mandible Coming to damage you Spitting understandable slang at you i be the all-seeing lyrical Hammerhead sharp peripheral With 360-degree visual When the signal was given them, MCs get bitten with venom From a poisonous algorithm Liable to kill them my style of get in them Way up in them My face don't belong in the swords. It belongs on the shroud Of turrets for certain I grab mites and murder it It's wicked as Satan worship Is going to Catholic church services You heard it is this lyrical verbal, Slash herbalist The wrath of my cold blooded Versus is merciless Rap snap at your ass Crack like bear traps Contaminate your air sacs Like tear gas And I swear black. Try to batter me You won't last I turn your ass Into the artist Formally no as Blow you to ashes with tactics. Strip you naked and make you hug a cactus, you bastard. It's so fat to be a rap star. Taking pictures your music seminars. People know who you are. Now I got mad shorties the want to call me because they saw me. Up in the sauce, chilling on page 40. Put this in your CD-ROM. www.cannabis.com You can find me on the internet. Talking to chicks that will sweating me off the music. Makes me high remix. I be talking mad trash. Trying to get them to laugh. See if I click and drag long enough, I get the ass. Bring it back to the lab on Mount Prospect Ave. Let the chicken suck me off and send it home in a cab. You know how we do. Liquid aluminum like the T2. A beast from the east, part two, coming to see. This time I made the name since the name y'all fear. Y'all niggas is scared, I'm your worst nightmare squid. Now that I made the name Cannabis, the name is You still scared, I'm your worst nightmare squid. That's double for niggas who ain't mathematical.